Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode numero 22 of the Nordcast. It is Thursday, April 20th, 2023. I am your host, Nordic97, here, joined here with Carter. How you doing? I'm doing fan-freaking-tastic right now. I heard you're going to the Jets game, game oh, three. Yeah. Got, got tickets to game three, taking a taking little cousin out. We're going to go enjoy a nice little Jets game, and then, uh, yeah, so that'll be fun. And then I also got tickets to Game 6 if it happens. I hope the Jets close it out sooner than that, but I, w- I wouldn't be mad to go to two, uh, two whiteout games. Love to see it. And then we got Jack here. Jack, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. You under Tornado Watch? Yeah, for <laughs> now, yeah. We'll see what happens from here. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, so if Jack lags out in the middle of the podcast, you guys know why. Or if my Anyways. Oh, really? Well, <laughs> if, we'll see. if Jack's roof just goes bye-bye, you'll know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were going to start off originally talking about um, all the playoff series, but me and the boys were talking before the podcast started, and Jack and Carter have Gatorade, and I have water, and then Carter pulls out a Prime um water bottle or bottle so i thought to myself you know what let's start off this podcast by doing something a little fun let's rank those six items we're gonna rank prime we're gonna rank gatorade we're gonna rank biosteel we're gonna rank powerade body armor and then we're, we'll put in water too because i'm a i'm a big water guy you know i like i like water too i i don't think water gets enough respect no it doesn't get enough recognition you know very underrated um obviously um so of those six, we'll go through. What is your least favorite? We'll start off with Jack. Jack, which one's your least favorite? To be honest, BioSteel is my least favorite. I've tried it once. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I've tried it once. It's just not for me, you know? I don't know. Which one did you have? I I honestly do not know. I Was it original <laughs> or something? It was a while ago. It was probably like over the summer. It was, you know, it was over the summer. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, low-key, I feel the same way for body armor. I've actually never had body armor. So, I can't really say anything for it. So, it's my least favorite only for that reason. Carter, what do you got? Wow. To be honest, this is actually tough. I feel like I've only had uh, the one Prime because I'm in Canada and we can't really get it. Although, my grandparents did uh, just come back from the States. So... I do have a lot right now. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> I've only I've only tried the ice pop one, but as far as like like this is supposed to be like a sports hydration drink. It is very sweet as I found at least the ice pop one. I don't know if the other ones are different or not, but that one's very sweet. So to be honest, I'd put that one at 6. I've only had one and then pulls out every other flavor in a big six pack. I haven't I haven't <laughs> drank them yet. They're in my fridge. No, that's that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, honestly, yeah, that that's valid. Jack, which one are you ranking fifth? Uh, I'm putting body armor fifth, just because I I have actually I actually haven't tried it either. But um, how can you put bio steel below it then? What? Because I didn't like bio steel. This one at least has potential. Okay, okay. All right. I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. We gotta. I'm sending you some sort of bio steel, and you're trying it. I don't. All right, I have to. That's a million bio steel, man. <laughs> I got cases of it at my work. I'll buy one and ship one to you. Sure. Is it my turn? 
Um, number five, I'm gonna go Prime. Um, Prime just pisses me off. <laughs> I don't know why it just makes me mad. Um, mainly because of Logan Paul. I, I just he just annoys me so much. Um, and then like I tried Prime, it's terrible. Uh, I just I don't like it at all. I had the green one, not good. Oh, the lemon lime. Uh, the lemon lime one's the one I'm holding out the most hope for. Really? It's not I, that good. To be honest. I think I lemon lime is quite honestly probably one of like my favorite like flavors of a drink. Like l- lemon lime Gatorade, b- I think by far is my favorite. But um, eh, shut up. It's not good, Carter. <laughs> Carter, what's your fifth? My five. I'm gonna put body armor. I do like body armor. There's like a couple good flavors in there, but like I'm not gonna like if I'm given every single sports drink, I'm not gonna pick body armor over some of them. So uh, yeah, oh yeah, I'm gonna put that at five. Jack, what's four? Number four, going prime. It's all right. Have you had it? I have had it, yeah. Try the green one. The green one and the blue one. Why does that, why do you guys like, why you, did you like the green? I like the blue better than the green. That's probably valid. I haven't tried, I haven't tried the other ones. That, that plays a role in my response, but, you know, um, for me, four, what I got Powerade, BioSteel, Gatorade, and water. So I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go Powerade. I don't have Powerade too much really. It's not a it's not bad necessarily, but I mean I don't know. I just usually have Gatorade over it. Usually, because you know, Powerade, Gatorade, you know. Carter? Yeah, I'm taking Powerade at four. Valid. Jack it's, oh. it's good. It just gets overshadowed. Well, okay, it's what really what good. are the what are the options again? Number three, I was gonna go yeah. Powerade. You're gonna go Powerade at three. Uh, Powerade at three. Yeah. Gatorade and water. Water left. Okay. Sorry. Water. Okay. Water three. Powerade. Okay. Yeah. yeah water three. Water three. Sorry. Water three. Yeah, really? I won't. I won't get. I was gonna give away my other picks, but yeah. Water three. I'm gonna go. Um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Gatorade three. I'm gonna go Gatorade at three. I'm gonna put it there. Carter looks shocked. <laughs> What's your three, Carter? My. My three is BioSteel. I I really do like BioSteel. It de- quite honestly, it could very well at some point upset Gatorade, but like it's just like it's just so hard to just like drink a bottle of like the BioSteel because it's in like a little container almost. It's almost like a mini milk yeah. cartridge. So that's like really yeah. weird. It's it's not as like easy to drink as like a Gatorade would be. I will I will say that about BioSteel. Um, like the difference between them and Gatorade is like. We all work out, right? Like we're all working out, guys. We all lift, right? Jack, do you lift on on occasion? You know, yeah. You know, like the one the one that I would usually go to is if I'm picking one is Gatorade. Um, but honestly, BioSteel is like a good one to have. Like if you're, you know, like you're doing something that isn't like working out, it feels like to be honest. I find that BioSteel like quenches my quenches my thirst a lot better. Yeah. But like, yeah. Jack, what's two? Number two is Powerade. Powerade? Yep. Um, I'm going to put BioSteel, too. Um, there's this combo that I go with at work at my job uh, where I'll get a rainbow BioSteel and pretzels, like chocolate-covered pretzels. I don't know why. It's just, some for some reason, a really good combination. Tastes good. Carter, what's your two? My two is Gatorade. Okay. Um, all right. So for our number ones, Jack, what's your number one? What's your number Gatorade. one? Gatorade. Let's go. Lemon lime. Best one. 
That's your favorite Gatorade. Honest, Jack, I love you. <laughs> lemon lime. Listen, lemon lime is a superior Gatorade. I don't care what anyone says. It's so good. It's the best. Oh, man. Uh, my number one, I'm going to go with water. Generally, I mean, like, you guys can't be mad at me for this. I mean, honestly, like, you know, water is like the most average drink. Um, you know, it tastes good no matter what, to be honest with you. Um, and as well as that, too, like, during live streams, I probably drink a pound of water. Carter, what's your number one? Did you just say a pound of water? Uh, that is a gallon. That is the weirdest, like, way to describe how much water you drink. A, a gallon, a gallon, a gallon, a gallon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> A pint. A pint. Drink a, a pint of water every day. <laughs> uh, my number one is water. There is nothing that compares to a nice, ice, like pure cold sip of water. Like there is nothing better than that. And then to make it colder, you get yourself some some sort of like, I don't even know, like some sort of like spearmint gum. Oh man. You get some ice-cold water and spearmint gum, you are quenching your thirst. Okay, so um, we had a little bit of a technical error. My fault. Um, we're going to take a look at the playoffs now because, of course, that is upon us. Uh, the best time of the year. Uh, we waited 22 episodes for this. Um, so I'm going to ask the question first of who we're all rooting for. I know Carter's answer, but I'm going to let him talk anyway. Just It's, it's the piece. Jets. It's pretty obvious. But I, I will say one thing. If it's not the Jets, I really do hope that it is a Metro team. Like, as hard as that is for me to say, uh, like, as a Flyers fan, the Metro teams are just, like, really, like, good. And I feel like they got a really good shot. Like, I'd like to see Carolina win. I'd like to see the Devils win because that'd be crazy. Love to see the Rangers win. Like, I don't know. Just all those teams in that Metro division, I just would really love to see win. As well. Yeah, they're, but, the, the Metro teams are fun to watch. Jack? Yeah, but Jets are higher up on my list. Yeah, I picked Boston, so I'm rooting for them. But if uh, if it was a team other than Boston, it's definitely the Rangers uh, for my boy Patty Kane. That's valid. That's valid. Um, I have no preference who wins it. I care more about the draft. Um, but I would I wouldn't mind seeing the Oilers win it. Connor McDavid. I mean, yeah. I don't think anybody would be against that to be honest. Even even like you hate the Oilers, like seeing McDavid win a cup would be would be great. All right, so we're going to go series by series, kind of like, you know, talk about it a little bit. We're not going to, like, go fully in depth with it entirely, but we'll just look at the series. Um, this will change uh, by the time that we upload this video, um, or this podcast, sorry. Um, Tampa Bay and Florida will have played game two, so will Winnipeg and Boston, along with the Devils and the Rangers and the Kraken and the Avalanche. Carter, whoa, give me whoa, that look. Whoa, what did you just say? What? Did you say, did you say Tampa and Florida – Winnipeg and Boston, or do... I think I said I think I said the right thing. I th I thought I, you did. You did not say I... Winnipeg and Vegas. You said Winnipeg and like Florida or Tan. I All right. don't know what All you right. said. All right, Winnipeg and Vegas. My fault. <laughs> if I, I said it wrong, I guess I, I guess I'll have I to go back in the file. Wrong here, and I heard it wrong, but I swear you said something wrong. You were like not even looking at me when I said it, so I don't know why. I still have years. <laughs> I weren't paying attention that much. You probably just over. You, how much sleep did you get last night, Carter? I, I heard you say Tampa and like a team that's not Toronto. So I'm like, wait a second. And then you said Winnipeg, Florida, or something. Okay. All right. Any, anyways. Uh, so those games will have played. Uh, by the time this podcast gets uploaded, but as of now, the series goes as follows: Carolina is up two nothing on the New York Islanders. 
Uh, the series is tied right now between the Boston Bruins and the Florida Panthers. Uh, Tampa Bay is up one nothing on Toronto as of now. Uh, the Rangers are up one nothing on the Devils right now. You move over to the West, it's tied one to one between Edmonton and Los Angeles. Uh, it's tied one to one between Minnesota and Dallas. Seattle is up on Colorado, and um, Winnipeg is up on Vegas as well. So, what's the biggest surprise here? If if you're if I'm asking that, what's the biggest surprise right now of these series? Whoever wants to go first. The fact that it is one one in Boston and Florida. I, I'm not surprised by that. No, I, to be I, honest, I'm surprised Florida was able to steal one in Boston. I am too. Yeah, that's valid. Especially I, six to two on the best goaltender in the NHL this year, Linus Olmark. You score six on what? I think it was like twenty five shots or something like that. That's insane to score on probably the Vesna front runner and probably like definitely probably won the Vesna. To score yeah. six on twenty five is by far the, I think the most shocking thing so far. I was for sure. I mean, I guess I was shocked, but then again, I really wasn't. I had a feeling that Florida was going to win game two. I think they'll take one in Florida as well, or, or they'll take one in Florida too. Maybe they'll go up two to one, but I still have Boston winning the series in six games. I guess it's surprising, but yeah, you know, for some reason I felt like it was coming. Jack, which one's the most surprising? Yeah, uh, honestly, for me, it's also Boston. I thought this was going to be, honestly, a pretty easy sweep for Boston, uh, just the way they played against Florida uh, during the year. Uh, but Florida's obviously still a great team, um, but I, I really don't like their matchup against Boston. And I think Boston will still take this series in five. But, yeah, that's probably been the most surprising for me. I never uh, vote sweeps. Yeah. Gotta, gotta, gotta say that, for to be honest with you all. I never vote for sweeps. Nope, I, didn't just... think, I didn't think it was going to be a sweep. I, like, I thought Florida would steal like a game or two, but not in Boston. I thought they'd steal one in Florida, and then Boston would finish it out. But to, to yeah. steal one in the TD Garden is something that you should be proud of. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, For me, I'm, I'm a little surprised about um Carolina Islanders. I, not because of, like, the series score, but because, like, I thought it'd be a lot closer, the series. But really, it's been way more on the side of Carolina. I figured it would be one-to-one by now, but uh, Carolina has a 2 nothing advantage heading to Long Island. And honestly, I think they could very well sweep. They, they look hot enough that they very well could. Um, so we'll go through now and give our predictions on the series. I know we're mainly just, like, you know, one to two games in for each of these. But our predictions may not change. But seeing from what we've seen so far, maybe they do. So, Carolina versus Islanders, who you guys got? Carolina. It's still going to be Carolina. They'll, uh, I think Carolina will be winning five. Yeah. Carolina wins in seven. I think the Islanders will come back from this and tie up the series. And then Carolina will win game five. Isles win game six. Hurricanes win game seven. Uh, Boston versus Florida. I think we're all going to say Boston. But... Yeah, yeah. Boston. I don't think that there's still a world where Florida, like, wins this series. But, like... It's gonna end up being a lot closer than we think. If they if they win game three, maybe. I I think th- I think they could win game three. They take yeah. ga- they take game three and four and really put the pressure on Boston. Like honestly, if they win three and four, I think it's, it's gonna be like a home game for Boston, even in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. Ticket, tickets tickets in Florida are very uh very cheap for Boston fans to go fly down there and uh, yeah take oh, yeah. a little vacay. Probably cost more than the more the probably the flight probably costs more than the actual tickets. Oh yeah. Um, 
now this is the one where our our opinions might change. Tampa Bay versus Toronto. I forget who y'all took. I'm still taking Toronto. Uh, Carter? I'm still sticking with Tampa. I don't know. Like, I got to see what happens tonight. By the way, we're going live for this. I know this podcast will be uploaded by, after that happens, but I, I want to see what happens in game two before I make my decision. I'm still going to say Leafs in six, but honestly, if Tampa wins tonight, Lightning in seven. Like, I just – and it would suck, too, if they if, if they beat the Leafs because then um, they're going to have to make serious changes. Yeah, and it's going to be very be honest, interesting. We, we could honestly talk about this for like a long time, but what's going to happen to the Maple Leafs if like if they don't win this series? I, like, I, there's like we don't even have to get into this, but I'm just going to say like I know I'm pretty sure Dubis is gone after this year, no matter what happens. But like, can we even blame Kyle Dubis for this? I I don't no he's, I don't at all. He's given every single thing to the to the Leafs like. The amount of moves he's made last year, the year before that, this year, he brought in Ryan O'Reilly and stuff like that. Like, he's giving pieces to his guys, and, like, the the blame just at this point kind of has to go on the coaching staff if they can't get out of the first round here. Yeah. Well, first off, I, I do want to say that um, if they win, if they win this first round, I think Dubez stays. I, I really do think that. Um, but if they lose, they're, they're really in a tough spot. I feel like Sheldon Keith could go, but, like... He's given it – I mean, like, he's made the right moves. Like, there hasn't been – and this is going to become controversial, but honestly, I can't really think of a move that Dubas has made where I've been like, that's kind of stupid. Uh, maybe I thought it at the time, but it's worked out for them. Like, the Ilya Samsonov – what? Sandine? Or, I mean, the San – I mean, Sandine, like, I think he wanted out anyways. Yeah. I don't yeah. think – I don't think he wanted to be there anyways. Maybe the way that they did it was messed up, but that wasn't a bad trade necessarily. Yeah. They also have a first round pick now, I believe. So hey, more more prospects. Um, but like the the thing is with me is honestly, like, he's done he's made the right moves. There hasn't been a move that I said that that I've seen that is stupid. Uh the Matt Murray and Sam Sonoff tandem I thought was pretty dumb, but it's turned out to be solid. Um, so honestly, I, I don't know. Uh, apparently the relationship with Dubas right now is not very good, uh, between those two. So honestly, you could be right. It could happen either way, but we could be in for a very interesting off season. Uh, if the Leafs lose in the first round this year, Jack, what do you think about that? Who do you, you said you, who said you, you said who you were going to take, but yeah, I agree with you guys. Uh, if the Leafs do end up losing this, it's just year after year. And I, I did hear some rumors at the start of the year. I remember this. Uh, either Marner's, or Marner, Tavares, or uh, Nylander, one of those three will be gone. And I definitely wouldn't be opposed to that uh, at all. Um, it's I don't, I don't know. It works out in the regular season every year. And we, ju- we just see it every like, – I, I don't know. I don't know if they want to change. Uh, but, yeah, we'll see. It's, it's a really interesting spot, probably the most interesting spot in the NHL right now. Yeah, they're they're one of the teams that like I don't want to say nobody's talking about it, but it could be like they could have they could clear house, uh, yeah, honestly. Sure. But the other issue is is like when do you when and I know we weren't gonna go in depth with this, but we will anyways because who cares? It's our podcast. We can do what we want. Um, like 
when, when does it stop firing coaches and general managers and this and that? I know they've made player moves. I know they've moved players out of here. But when do you realize that maybe of these core four players, like Jack just said, maybe you realize maybe something needs to change here. Maybe we need to move one of these guys out, get somebody else who's different, and maybe they can help us get out of the first round. So I'm a little optimistic. Um, I honestly do hope they make it out, even though, like, it would the memes would be funny. Carter shaking his head. He probably, <laughs> Here's the thing. He probably there's learned there's one thing that every Canadian sports fan that's not a Toronto fan will agree with. Canadian sports programs, when the Leafs are good, suck. Because that is all you hear is the Leafs, 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 Leafs. That is why we are very happy when it comes to playoff time and the Leafs get knocked out first round because the rest <laughs> of the playoffs, we don't got to hear about them. I don't care if none of my teams are in as long as I don't have to hear about them. I'm okay. I, I guess that's valid. I mean, me and Jack can't really speak for it. Yeah. You know, we're both American. Um, but uh, Rangers versus Devils. Honestly, after that first game, I'm, I, might, I might be leading Rangers in less games. Carter? I'm going Rangers for sure. Yeah, the Rangers just looked hot. And, like, the Devils just – I don't think that, like they're, – they're, they're a definitely, like, young team, and they don't really have a whole lot of, like – playoff experience which is definitely what you need so i think that the rangers proved that like in game one so uh i don't know if i said devils or not but i, I think that maybe i'll take the rangers now if that's what i i don't even remember what i picked but i remember you picking the jets in the cup if that matters <laughs> looking good right about now yeah uh, uh, what, 50 we're, more we're one if... game in and I'm, I'm in my i'm in my leaf saga we're winning the cup we won one game 15 more 15 more um, we'll move over to, we'll, we'll, we will move over to the West Edmonton versus Los Angeles. This is a, this is, this was a fun two games to watch. So who do we got? Who do we got out of the series? And again, it's early. So like, we really kind of can't tell for most of these, but yeah, who are we taking? If the Kings won last night, I'm going Kings, but I'm taking Edmonton. Carter? EDM. Edmonton, I got. There, I, I can't. I can see a world where they're gonna lose more, but uh, I don't think I can't see a world where they end up losing three straight or three more. So, I, I'm, I'm rocking with Edmonton. I'm also gonna say Edmonton mainly because I have them in the Stanley Cup. So, yeah, gotta keep my cup pick alive. Uh, Minnesota and Dallas. This has been a close, close series. Um, both games. The first game was in double overtime. The second game was kind of a stars blow, not like a blowout win, but like a more dominant um, performance. So heading into game three, I honestly don't know. So wh- what are you guys thinking? Yeah, I picked Minnesota, but I'm going stars. I think the stars have been the better team. Even in game one, I thought they were the better team. Uh, but yeah, game two, we just saw a pretty dominant performance. But how, many, how many goals? Seven. I believe so. Yeah, you don't see that in a playoff game. Anytime you do that, it's you know it's dominant. So I'm gonna change my pick to the stars. Carter, I'm rock. I, I can't. I don't even. Again, I don't remember who I picked, but I'm rocking with the stars right now. I got my bracket right here. Playoff, playoff otter is a <laughs> different breed. I saw a stat yesterday. Can you pull out your bracket. Yeah, I, I filled it out in uh, in Nordic's thing. You know? I should have did that. That I should have did that. Yeah, just like wrote it. Jack's perfect bracket. 
Anyways. We'll, see, we'll see how that goes after the first round. Yeah. <laughs> I'll remember that. I'll remember that. <laughs> maybe oh maybe we'll title this episode Jack's Perfect Bracket. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I saw I saw a cool uh, Ottinger stat. This was um, I, when I was watching the game, I saw it. Um, it was midway through, like, I think the first or second period. And uh, it said uh, Jake Ottinger, I think he's got, like, 370-something saves through his first eight starts in the playoffs, which is the most in NHL history, which I learned. Through, like, oh, really? I guess, first, wow. through, I guess through a goalie's, like, first eight starts. So, playoff Ottinger is a different breed, man. So, wow. I really like Jake Ottinger. I, I think playoff Otter is a really solid goaltender, so I'm rocking with the Stars. Yeah, um, I'm also gonna I'm gonna lean stars again. Um, I know I meet rid the stars during um last year or during like the entire season, but I'm gonna go stars. Seattle and Colorado, could this be a closer series than we thought? I know, I know one of you picked Seattle. I have a feeling. I think it was it you, Jack. No, I picked Avalanche. I swear to God, somebody picked Seattle. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was something else. Did somebody? Somebody must have picked something. Somebody had. Somebody had a really big upset. Was oh, it was Winnipeg. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Um, but Seattle, was Colorado. It was me. <laughs> no, Jack. Jack had one too. I remember Jack saying the first yeah, upset. He Winnipeg too. Me and Jack picked Winnipeg. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, Seattle and Colorado. Who do you guys got? And do you guys think it'll be a closer series? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be closer. Uh, I think that's – I okay, I didn't watch this game. This is the only game I haven't watched so far. I didn't either. Yeah, so I don't know. But what was the final score of that game? 3-1. 3-1, okay. Yeah, I don't know because <sighs> Seattle was good this year, but I don't think they're avalanche like playoff level. So we'll see. Now, would I love to see the Kraken win? Yeah. yeah. I think we all would like to see the Kraken win, um, honestly, no matter what. But and I wouldn't mind seeing the Avalanche win either, though. But um, like, if I'm taking it serious, I'm going Colorado. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, Vegas versus Winnipeg. Um, I already know Carter is gonna say Winnipeg, but low key, I'm kind of thinking Winnipeg too. Low key, after seeing that first game. If they can play like that throughout the series, Winnipeg in six. So Carter, what Carter, what what do you? How are you feeling? Or Jack, how are you feeling? Carter, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, yes, you. I'll, I'll no, my yeah, I, yeah, I th- I do think Winnipeg will win this series. Uh, they did look like the better team. Um, in the first game, uh, I do think Vegas is a little better on paper, but. I think this Winnipeg team is just a little more built for the playoffs than um, Vegas is. Yeah, okay. All right, that's valid. Um, so, any last thoughts on the playoffs? Anything on the Jets? Okay. Oh, Jack, Carter, go. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think the Jets played really solid. I think Vegas did also play really well, but they just made too many mistakes took too many costly penalties as well um and then one thing i would like to point out i don't know what vegas is doing goaltending wise but starting bro was not the right move was it a 5-1 yeah i think quick should have started game one at least yeah i 
and he, he's starting game two as well. Is so, he? Oh, Bruce yeah, Martin? he is. Yeah, I saw the news today. Okay. He is. I don't know why Jonathan Quick isn't starting. He has playoff experience. Bro, Swa has never started in a playoff game, I swear. I mean, you would know. You're a Jets fan, so. Well, he? he was our backup for years. <laughs> yeah, so. so... To, be, to be completely honest, I don't know why Brossois got the start here. I know he's been, like, all right for Vegas. Jonathan Quick has playoff experience. And we know that playoff experience is way more valuable than regular season experience. So, I don't know why you wouldn't try and go Quick game one. Especially because he's been solid for Vegas since he got there. But, I don't know. I think Vegas is making a big mistake by starting Brossois instead of Jonathan Quick. But, hey, keep doing it. Because I want to win this game as quick as we can. So, keep Brossois in net. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> any any last thoughts on the playoffs? We got anything? Nothing? Alright, so we're going to transition over here for a second um, over to somebody that we thought we'd bring on the podcast. Um, so the Pittsburgh Penguins had fired uh, GM Ron Hextall, and we figured, you know what, line up, give a Penguins fan an opportunity to come on here and voice his opinion and voice his reasoning. So we have that. Here you go. All right, so we're without Carter because Carter had to go to the Jets watch party, so he couldn't stick with us. Loser. Uh, we're joined here today with a special guest from, I believe, Maryland, correct? Yes, you are correct. All right, we have Seth here, who is a big Penguins fan, big podcast guy. How are you doing? Doing great, man. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. So, first off, I kind of wanted you to introduce yourself uh to people and kind of talk about what you do your radio station your podcast all the good stuff so you can just take it away yeah so my name is seth chasen i'm the host of not one not two but three radio shows one's a podcast now it'll be eventually put on air uh when we have a date and time set up host of the night owls the show i actually have tomorrow night here at 91.1 whfc a broadcasting service of Harper County, Maryland, and then I've got a show on Tuesdays where I just DJ and play my music for about three hours. And um, huge, as as Nordic mentioned, I'm a huge Penguins fan and uh, very vocal about my opinions, uh, whether it be on air or or off air. Yeah, you got a lot of takes, and I've seen some of your takes. I've listened to some of them, and I think they're I think they're definitely worthy of you coming on here. Of course. Um, so I just kind of want to start off with you um, before me and Jack kind of talk about our thoughts with the Penguins. I just want to start off with you because you're the guest. Just take us through, you know, the season and the Hextall firing. Just, you know, I'm just going to let you talk. Okay. Talk. So I went to the home opener against the uh, Arizona Coyotes. I had high hopes. I really did. I, I, I talked shit about Jason Zucker. And then not even 15 seconds later, that man scores. I, he heard me. I, I'm, you know, all the way up in the nosebleeds. And this guy somehow heard me. Um, I, I was I was feeling great about our team. We went on that five game or six game heater, and um, you know had five goals per game. You know I was super excited. I, you know I was I was happy about our off season signings. Still was upset about the John Marino trade. That could be a rabbit hole that I go down on. I'm I'm a big John Marino guy. Um, go you know good luck to the, these Devils. I'm high on these Devils right now. Uh, they've been playing great. It, prior to the, the the playoffs but um you know we traded for a guy that barely saw the ice in in the nhl uh ty smith very good defenseman but we have a very long list of defensemen and that's something that going into the season i was very nervous about 
Um, I am not a, a Marcus Pedersen guy. I, I, in my eyes, I would love to shoot him into the sun. Um, he's not a guy that I, uh, I enjoy watching play Pittsburgh Penguins hockey. Uh, he, he, we should have gotten rid of him in the offseason. There are a lot of moves that should have been made in the offseason, but I still was feeling good about these pens. And then midseason, we kind of hit the, 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 the dog days of winter, if you will. Yeah. And um, these guys were really struggling, and, and Hextall did nothing to help. We went on that, I believe it's, it's two 10-game losing streaks. We almost turned into the Flyers there for a second. Um, <laughs> oh, come on. And uh, <laughs> I, had to, I had to do it. I had to do no, it. That's fair. But, uh, fair enough. Fair enough. I've seen plenty of those. But these guys, you know, they, they were struggling, and, and Hextall did nothing to help. Come the trade deadline, he, we, we, you know, all these rumors were getting Brock Besser, right? We were all excited. All my group chats were, like, going electric. Oh, my God, we traded away. You know, these guys clearing up cap. We have $6 million. That's about what Brock Besser is making. We're getting Besser. Then we get an old fart named Mikal Grandland. We get another old fart named Nick Benino, which again, I'm not upset about bringing Benino back, but he's not the player he was in the back-to-back cup runs. Uh, and then we brought in who else we bring in? Kulikov. Uh, Kulikov, yeah, uh, who's old and sucks. They're both injured. Um, Benino and Kulikov are both injured, which you know I don't know what we're gonna do with injured players. And um, you know, at that point, I was really fired up I took to, to social media to namely Snapchat and kind of got really upset with the team yep. and there's you know I'm an armchair GM there's nothing that I would feel to do better I, I know these guys are under immense pressure from both management players fans but I feel like the first time the Penguins fans cha- uh, chanted fire Hextall in the in the arena that's when he should have been fired um yeah, we traded away. I mean, I, I didn't even get what we get to what we traded away. We traded away Nick Benino, not Nick Benino. Um, um, I'm up uh, blanking on Teddy Bluger, uh, yeah, arguably, and again, right. correct me if I'm wrong. One of the most elite penalty killers in the game, yeah. although he's a fourth liner, very good on the penalty kill. Uh, we got rid of um, Brock McGinn, who was struggling. I mean, kind of needed to get rid of him to clear like three million dollars a cap, and then. Uh, we got rid of, and this really, really hurt. It's very cap happening. I love Cappy, although he wasn't playing great in, in Pittsburgh. Now he's playing great in St. Louis. But um, you know, of course, I I bought a, a Cappy jersey, and and of course he got traded. Same thing with Marino. I got a Marino jersey for Christmas two years ago. Three days before he got traded, it fell off my wall. <laughs> that made me believe oh, it. I swear. <laughs> Uh, but uh, wow. but no, you know it was a rough season, and then obviously bitter ends. Um, you know we we lo- we lost to the freaking Blackhawks of all teams. Yep. <laughs> who is yeah. tanking for Bedard? And I, I, you know, if you're a Bla- if anyone's a Blackhawks fan, right? Anyone listening who's a Blackhawks fan, I hope you guys do not get Bedard. I hope he goes We're not anywhere going to. else other <laughs> yeah. than Bedard. <laughs> or other than, than than Chicago, I hope you guys have ten years of of bad luck. Uh, I hope wow. you know, JT's not resigning. So you know, there's there's. I really was upset no, about uh, the win too. You know, I I I, th- I was so mad, and then of course we were uh, banking on these Canadians to win, and, and you can't bank on the Canadians to win anything. And uh, you know, they they lost 
unfortunately, and and uh, that pushed us out of a playoff spot. And let me tell you, I was drunk. I'm I'm 21, so I'm I'm legal. I'm a, I'm able to drink. I was heavily intoxicated. Um, you know, with with the Blues, and now I know what it feels like to miss the playoffs for the first, not the first time in my in my life. But I really started following the NHL back in in 08, 07, right when that streak started. So I've known nothing but Pittsburgh playoff hockey. So it's kind of tough for myself to to take it. But but that that's my thoughts. Well, welcome. Welcome to <laughs> welcome to no playoffs. Um, mediocrity. Mediocrity. We've been here for a while. Uh, you know. You know, the funny thing is, is that Ron Hextall has not only screwed over two or, or oh my God, one Pennsylvania team. He screwed over both of them. Yes, he did. Um, which I I gotta say, you know, props to him, but at the same time, screw him. Um, I think he's the first person to ever do something like that. But yeah, honestly, like I didn't really think of much for Pittsburgh until like the trade deadline. Like I knew Hextall wasn't doing anything, but I was like. I had a feeling he was going to cook up a really good move and a really good trade. Yeah. Brock Besser was the prime one that I was thinking about. And also, too, JT Miller. That was also a name. But, I mean, he's a little older. Than, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's a little older than than Brock. Um, yeah. He's the captain, isn't he? Isn't he? He is not. Uh, no, he's Horvath. not. That was – yeah, that was Horvat. Um, but, but, yeah, no, I think JT's a little old for us. We need to get younger. We need to get more exciting. We got older, faster, older, slower, and and much worse than than we, yeah. than we started the season. And that's what I was thinking. Like I was thinking, like, oh, if they get Brock Besser, like maybe maybe they don't make the playoffs, but at least Hextall tried. I mean, at least Hextall yeah. tried to get a guy in there and play well. And then maybe you look at some, maybe look at another issue. But Mikael Granlin made no sense to me. Like yeah. the amount that they gave. I mean, they didn't really give up much for him in retrospect, but for a guy who's like. Has still has two years left on his contract, um, and is slow, old, irrelevant. If he was a rental player, I wouldn't really have a problem with it. It would be a stupid rental, but I wouldn't yeah. really, I wouldn't mind it because he'd be just be gone anyways. But he's here for another two to three years, so yeah, that, yeah that and and he's got he's making like five million a year, if I'm not mistaken, and he's a third liner at best, yeah, at best. And then I want to talk about the other contracts that they have too, because some of these, they're they're pretty controversial, like the Malkin Crosby contract, or not the Crosby, the Malkin Latang contracts. Look, I know you wanted to keep the big three in, and I'm not against it, but as those guys get older, those contracts aren't going to look so good. I mean, no. right now they're fine. I think next season they'll be fine, but I think come probably 2024, 25 you're going to start seeing those guys kind of decline a little bit and it's going to, it's going to be iffy. So, and then as well as that too, you got contracts like Jeff Petrie. Um, there's another one that comes to mind. Jeff Can't, Carter. Jeff Carter as well. Yes. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, they really can't like do a retool or I guess a rebuild for a little bit here. I, I'm not saying they should go rebuild, but kind of, you know, tool this team up a little bit. And I feel bad for whoever's going to be the new GM that comes in. Whether it's Kyle Dubas or not, um, we were talking about that earlier, actually. Um, but honestly, yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh's just kind of everywhere with me. And as well as that, too, uh, we found out today that Jan Rudd is going to be out for a while. Yeah. Um, so that definitely hurts. And then Jake Gensel, his future might be uncertain. I saw that today as well. Really? Uh, yeah, it was on Puck Empire, so I don't know if that's... I, 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 I got blocked by him. 
and I will leave it at oh, that. Oh man, <laughs> got blocked by fucking. Oh wow. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you later when we're off air. Um, <laughs> okay, but, we'll but, do. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I yeah. no longer see any of his posts. But yeah, Jake Getzel, um, apparently like through some Penguins insider, um, he might not be certain on staying in Pittsburgh uh for the foreseeable future but we'll see i mean like honestly i have to see next season unfold before i'm like yeah trey getzel and this and that um but realistically are they in as bad as a situation as some other teams i don't think so i think they still got some good some good guys um they still have some relatively young players gensel comes to to mind um crosby i mean he's old i mean he's old but he's still he's still got it i think he'll still have it until the end of his career, the very end of his career. He's just that good of a player. And honestly, although it may seem dark, it might not be as dark as it seems, if I'm being honest. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think Ricard Raquel was was the yeah, only Raquel. good move from uh, from Hextall. Jeff Carter seemed like he was a really good uh, acquisition when we acquired him, but then the next season he just took a shit. And, um, yeah. you know, I mean, look, I love Jeff Carter, um, although he's not a very good player. You know, he used to be a really good player. He's a very good veteran presence in the locker room. Is he worth the two or three million he's getting paid? Probably not. But this I'm I'm called I'm thinking he's going to retire after this season. He's got this is the last year on his contract coming up. It's coming up season. And, you know, he's a guy that'll be gone. He'll, he'll retire, probably retire Penguin. Um, and then you, you've got the expiring contracts with Jari, right? Yeah, I was about to ask you about that. Jari. That is, and we can touch on that a little later, but, but going back to your original question, with uh, Tanger and Gino, right? I think Gino's contract is, I think it's a little heavy. I think they, they I mean, the three, I think it was three years that they signed him for. Um, but I think that's a solid contract. We might get hurt, you know, in, in the last year or so of his contract, but the Latang signing, you know, I know Hextall was under a lot of pressure, and I did see a report that he wanted to move on from from Tanger and Gino, and he was thinking about getting like a guy like Vincent Trocheck in there. Which, again, I, I he would have probably been fired sooner if he had got yeah. let uh, Gino and, and uh, Tanger walk, because apparently with Gino's contract, um, Sid apparently like was texting with Hextall, like, dude, like, what are you doing? Um, really? He was a big reason why Gino stayed. Uh, there were, there was a interview that Malkin did to, like after he had signed and said, yeah, Sid was like the, the main guy that, that helped this, yeah, get this one done. And um, Sid loves his guys, but I, I don't think Latang is worth $6 million for six seasons. Uh, I believe that again, I, could be wrong. It could be four or six seasons. I don't remember which one it is, but I think it's six. I'm, I I think you're right. I believe um, it's six. But I think you know we're gonna get hurt because he's a guy that that again, pun intended. He's one that gets hurt, you know, and it's unfortunate. He's he's a great defenseman. Thank gosh, he hit his one thousandth career game. He that guy's a trooper, but um, yeah, I, I don't think I think he's gonna have a faster decline than uh, Sid or Gino. Um, but I think we're going to get hurt with those contracts. And as for Gensel, like I see him as being a future captain for the Penguins. Once Sidney Crosby retires, I think Jake Gensel is, is the next captain. 
not only being probably the second best player on the team, I, I think he's you know very good leader. He's learned a lot from Sid, and you know I I hope he stays in Pittsburgh. He's one of my favorite guys. I have two freaking Gensel jerseys. So I swear to God, if he moves on <laughs> from Pittsburgh, like I'm gonna be so mad because now that would be four jerseys that I have that would be players that don't no longer play for. Oh no, five. I've got a Muzz jersey. We don't talk. That'd about be a that. curse. Just oh, make yeah. sure it doesn't fall yeah. off the wall. It's oh my gosh, yeah, I will. Yeah. I will literally move out of my house. Yeah, seriously. If, uh, if that happens, <laughs> but um, but I think it's a very interesting off season because you know we've never had this happen before where we've had a, a season under any I mean, even sully right we haven't had a, a a season where he has not missed the playoffs or where he has missed the playoffs rather it'll be interesting to see what they do with the coaching staff uh with with sully being extended i hope they don't get rid of him he's arguably one of the best coaches in the league right now um he's been a the things he's been able to do with that team as slow, as old, as crappy as they are. Let's be real here. They should not have been anywhere near the playoffs. If it weren't for Sully, I think they would be, they would have been eliminated far sooner. Oh yeah. Which again, I kind of wish they were eliminated far sooner instead of going down to the bitter end. But uh, that's the way, that's the way uh, the script writers uh, made it happen. So. Oh, you believe in the script writers? No, it's, it's more so a meme at this point. Yeah. Um, I, I think there are some things that might be scripted a little bit. Uh, I, mean, I mean, the storylines that these guys have um, coming out of the season. But, I mean, who thought EK65 would have 100 points this season? Like, <laughs> Not me. Uh, I don't yeah, think anyone that's did. wild. Yeah, Finally was... being worth that $11 million contract. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll go back. I'll say something about Sullivan. I, I don't think he should be fired either. I don't really know if you should change anything in that coaching staff. Was the power play or PK a problem? We couldn't score on the on the power play. Uh, the PK was fine, but the the power play was just god awful. I think um, uh, who was the former um, Capitals assistant coach? Uh, he's now Ted. Um, Ted Reardon, uh, Reardon I think. I think something so. Reardon. Todd Reardon. Yeah, Todd. Yeah, uh, I think I believe he's our power play coach. If I'm not mistaken. Um, I could be completely wrong. I could be talking out of my bum hole here, but I, I think either. that that um, I mean, he's not a great coach. I, I will say he he doesn't do well on the. He's not coaching these guys well on the power play. I, I I saw like in the towards the end of the season, like I think we had maybe we had a horrible percentage with 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 the penalty kill or sorry power play. And it was it was a rough spot. You know, you need to score on these power plays. If you want to win games, you need to, to score on these power plays. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Jack, I'll go to you because me and Seth have been talking for the last <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that's okay. That's okay. I mean, yeah, we're cooking. So Jack, how do you feel about um just the penguins and like what direction do you think they should move in, in the offseason? Yeah. Definitely very, very interesting spot there. You still got guys like you guys mentioned, Crosby, uh, Malkin. And um, I I don't know because I don't know if you want to, you know, go for one more, you know, kind of glory year or if you just want to kind of move on because there's not a lot of, you know, solid young guys on this team. And I think it could get pretty ugly if they don't um, move on pretty soon here. Uh, so, yeah, it can get pretty ugly, you know, years to come. 
But yeah, we'll see what happens with them. And then obviously uh, the Hextall firings, what the fans wanted. Anytime you see fans, you know, kind of like protesting outside the arena, that's when you know it's time to go. So uh, finally pulled the trigger. So now he's gone. We'll, we'll see what happens with the team. Now, Nord, correct me if I correct me if I'm wrong. Were you out in in uh, in Philadelphia cheering for uh, from the Celtics team? Was that you out there? Um, I wanted to go, <laughs> but you know, being 16, I don't have my permit just yet. Um, but no, I can't drive down to Philadelphia. But I I wish I was down there. Believe me, I wish I was down there chanting sell the team and fire Fletcher. Glad they <laughs> finally did it. It's weird to feel like we're in the same spot because, you know, I know there was this stat and I don't know if you saw it, but we I put it on my Instagram um, saying that the last time that both the Flyers and the Penguins missed the playoffs was 1990. Yeah, that's that an insane stat. 33 years ago. And people haven't even like recognized that. That's that's wild. And now I know most of that was Pittsburgh, but still, it, it still is a pretty wild stat. And as well as that, too, like. The Capitals, the Penguins, and the Flyers missed the playoffs for the first time, like, ever. Yeah, since, like, the 70s. Yeah, that's, that's like, insane. It's, 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 about. It, it's sad, though, that I don't know if we'll see another OV run, or I don't think we'll see OV in the playoffs, because the Capitals are in a spot, and I love seeing this, because my parents, my brother, are Capitals fans. Oh, really? I live in Maryland, wow. and I'm a Penguins fan. Um, and I love to see I – love, I, I love to see it, and I hate to see it, right? I realize now the Penguins and Capitals are in similar situations where they're both old. They both have an aging core, and it's the final years of eight and eighty-seven. And you know, it, it's it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. Last time we, I swear to God, if the if the NHL does not make the last uh, game of Sid and Obi's season, Caps Pens, they've rigged it. I, I think there will be a perfect storyline way to end their careers. But, you know, the Capitals are in a situation where they're, they're going to start retooling. They're going to just go for Ovi's, uh, Ovi's record. It's going to be Ovi's record. I I'm not calling it Gretzky's record anymore. It's Ovi's record. I agree. Um, but, like, you're not going to see the, the 8 versus 87 or the, the, the Giroux 28 versus, versus 87 anymore because, obviously, he's not with, with um, Philadelphia. But I want to I ask you a question, right? When he okay. got traded, it, it, right after his 1,000th game, what were your immediate thoughts? I know, I know, I think you took to Instagram a little bit uh, after that one, but I want to hear your thoughts on it. Um, I, I was heartbroken, uh, truly, because, you know, like even before I got into hockey, like I got into hockey pretty much 10 years after you did. So, you know, like being just a young little kid, you know, like my parents were big fans of the Flyers back then. I wasn't so much into it because I was in the Legos and who doesn't love Legos? Yeah. Um, I still so, love Legos. You know, but, like, always, like, I had a Giroux jersey in my closet. I used to call him Gurox. Like, that's what I used to call him when I was a little kid. And we used to watch games. I used to be cheering for him and all that good stuff. Um, and, you know, as I got older, and I really realized this around 2021, I was wondering, well, when could Giroux potentially move on? Because we were having those bad seasons left and right. I was wondering, when could Giroux potentially say, I want to move on and win a Stanley Cup? because he wasn't going to win one in Philadelphia. And it hurt when I found out it was going to, his last game was going to be a thousand game. I cried. I genuinely cried. That's the first time I've ever cried over like a hockey player leaving or just hockey in general. Like I didn't cry over the flyers losing to any team. 
mainly because they weren't in the playoffs for the majority of that. But um, like it, it really did make me sad and it's going to be heartbreaking, especially I'll be, I'll be sad too. When um, Ovechkin and Crosby retire, when Gina retires, when the Tang retires, I was sad when Taze played his last game with the Blackhawks because honestly, it's not because like I'm fans of those teams. It's because I'm growing up. Yeah. And it, it hurts. And, and Jack, I, I think you're going to have a, a take on this. Uh, how emotional was that last game? Yeah, that was – I think it was more emotional than Kane because you know Taves was going. It was at home, final game, probably retiring after that. And so, yeah, I I was really emotional that whole game. Um, but, yeah, obviously, it's been my whole childhood, the three cups in six years. Uh, it was just great. That was – so fun to watch him and Kane throughout those years. Um, so yeah, really sad to see him go. Yeah, it's just sad to think that like that's over. Like Kane's gone, Taze is gone, Giroux's on a new team, Rene's retired, Longquist is retired. Like, man, and stop growing up, please. It it shows how pampered we were. Um, even the like the both Blackhawks and Penguins, right? To win those yeah. cups when we did. Um you know, and and us having that streak, it, it shows how pampered we were. Um, you know, I, I I never saw so much hate for Penguins and Penguins fans after we lost that game. Like my friend, who's unfortunately he's a a Lightning fan, and I feel he lives in Seattle. Oh, I'm I'm a I'm a closet Seattle Kraken fan right now. I go Kraken go. Um, I love Jared McCann, I, especially Brandon Tanev. But um, I he put this take on his story. I want to. I forgot what he said, but I it pissed me off so much that I I felt the need, and I never really do this. I felt the need to like, dude, like, what the fuck? At least we didn't cheat to win our Stanley Cups. The Tampa Bay Lightning Cups were Mickey Mouse rings. They do not deserve those cups. It was a, maybe the first one, but the second one was they were eighteen million dollars over the cap. Yeah. I'm but, with you. but um, you know, it shows how pampered we were, and and you know, the, our react the the reaction to that loss, I think, was a little over exaggerated. You know, I, I think um, the fans were really upset, and and we, you know, we we took it out on social media. Um, yeah, but you know, at least the bad guys fired, the bad man's gone, so you know, no, the bad man can't hurt us anymore. <laughs> All right, we're gonna wrap this one up. Um, I got two more things for you. I want to talk about Tristan Jari. Just kind of give me like what his contract's going to look like, even if like you think we should re-sign him. And yeah, I'll just let you do that first, and then I'll ask you your final question. So I, I'm torn. I, I think we should maybe sign him to like a one-year bridge deal because he's been so good, but he's also had this year was was a rough year. He got injured at almost every single game that he played. The Winter Classic, right? He got injured. Finally came back, and Casey DeSmith. Look, I'm going to meet ride him a little bit. I love Casey DeSmith. Uh, oh, I love him, too. I'll, I'll, I'll meet ride him very with Very shaky. He's a very shaky goaltender. Like, he can have a very good game one night. The next night, he just he stinks. Yeah. But when you have a capable backup like that, I, it almost makes it worth kind of signing um, Tristan. Worst-case scenario, I think we do a sign, We could do a sign-in trade. Um, just sign him to, like, a deal. Trade him for, like... I don't know, a younger goaltender, a, a one of these goaltenders are kind of breaking out uh, if, if teams will allow that. Yeah. 
And then my last one I got for you is, so you're a Penguins fan, but your family's a Capitals fan. How did that come to be? How did you come to be a Penguins fan? I got to know this. Parents said I was dropped on my head as a child, which, you know, <laughs> it, w- it, would, it would make sense. I'm sorry two- for laughing. Uh, well, I got two concussions um, in, oh. in 09 or no, the 11, no, 10 and 11, I think. I actually talked about this uh, earlier uh, with, with one of my coworkers. But, um, but no, no, all jokes aside, I, I liked the animal penguin when I was a kid. And um, they, were, they were good, you know, back in 08, 09. And I remember watching my first hockey game on, like, actually sitting down and watching my first game on TV uh, back in, I want to say it was, was 07, I think. Um, I was probably six years old at the time. And I was, you know, I just liked the game and I, and, you know, fell in love with Sid because I watched him dance around everybody. And, and oh, yeah. you know, that's. Uh, you know, my parents aren't happy about that. Um, you know, my, my brother certainly gives me crap time to, from time to time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. But, you know, now now we both suck. So, you know, we both uh, can revel in it, you know. <laughs> Think about the good old days. You both golf, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so yeah. I, I, would, I would hook it right, you know, hook the ball way right and, uh, you know, not be able to. to, to, to you know. <laughs> funny, fun, fun, funny story real quick before we sign off. I went up to uh, Garrett County. I went out there to school for my freshman year of college, came back here for, uh, for my sophomore years. But um, went out there for my birthday, 20th birthday. We went golfing, my buddy and I. And we lost, well, I say we, but I lost a whole packet of, of balls. And I picked up like three somehow throughout the, the, the golfing experience, probably a 12 or, or 16 pack uh, of balls. Oh. Uh, lost them probably halfway through the, the game. It was bad. <laughs> hey, I'm man. probably like, man. I've never gone golfing to like a real legitimate course. I've done mini golf, but not that kind See, of. Hey, mini golf. golf is where it's at. Exactly. You know. Yeah, I love mini golf, especially at like the beach. You know, like yeah. Oh, that's of course, the best. Of course. Best beach. I know you're from this this general area. What's the Ocean best City. beach? Ocean yeah, City, I'm Maryland. Probably gonna go Ocean City. Uh, I mean, I haven't been I, to the beach for a I've, while. I haven't been to Ocean City in a while. We usually go to Myrtle Beach, North Carolina, or South Carolina. Yeah, that's uh, usually where I go, actually. Or really? Banks. My parents actually uh, got a house down there. So oh, wow, we, we stay down there. They just got it like a, like a year or two ago. Uh, but we usually go down there as family. And, you know, it's, it's a great beach. I love it down there. Have you been and, to the, yeah. the ice cream place called Melt? I might have been. I don't know. It's, it's a blue old. building. It's right off Main Street. Oh, it's yeah, like, I have. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Best ice cream that. ever. Yeah, their ice cream was really good. All right. Well, Seth, thank you for coming on. That was a very fun conversation. Really hey, it's my pleasure, it. man. I, I, you know, glad to finally get on here. I know we've been talking about it for a while, and yeah, it's good to finally get on here. I'd love to bring on some more people. You know, you're the first of hopefully many. Um, I got one more for you. One more question. I know your pens are out of the playoffs, but who are you thinking for the Stanley Cup? Who are you thinking? The- I did, I did this on, on my, uh, my center ice podcast that I have. It will eventually be on air. Um, I, I'm lo- ah, man, if these devils can get out of this first round, they're going to be dangerous. I, I don't think the Bruins are, I think the Bruins are going to be a second round bounce. Yeah, I agree. Um, they're going <laughs> to choke. And I think Tampa is going to win this series. I think they're going to go to the Eastern conference. They're going to lose to the devils. The devils are going to, I mean, it's either between the Devils or the Canes uh, on, on the east side. West side, I'm going 
Seattle's looking really good. Yeah. Um, and, and and maybe the Oilers. Um, I'm gonna overall. I think I'm gonna take. I mean, the Oilers are just really good this year, man. Um, I'm gonna go Oilers or or Devils. That's the right answer. Oilers. Round of applause. <laughs> I for, I forget who you have, Jack. But anyways, um, awesome. yeah, Seth. Thank you for coming on. Really do appreciate it. And we will get back to talking about the Flames. Guys, it's Nordic here. Just real quick, want to give a big shout-out to Seth. He was amazing. Would love to have him on the podcast yet again. I wanted to give a shout-out for his show coming on April 21st. It is on Friday from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. on 91.1 WHFC. It's also on their website, too, if you want to see later shows at WHFC911.org. As well as that, too, he also has a podcast coming up, which I will give promotions to probably as it gets released. But anyways, back to the remainder of the podcast. All right, welcome back. Hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Seth. He had some very good opinions and some nice takes. Um, So we're going to talk about the Calgary Flames now because there have been two GMs that have been fired, Hextall being one of them and Brad Tree Living being the second one. Now, Tree Living wasn't, like, fired technically. He actually parted ways with the team. And this is this is the big thing. Um, we talked about Calgary in our very first episode. You know, Jack was outside. I was in Pittsburgh. Carter was in, in Winnipeg, I believe. Um, so we talked about then asking, well, is this big Jonathan Huberto? Is this big Mackenzie Weger trade? And I don't think the college signing happened yet, but where will the Flames be in the standings? And I think we I think we all had them making the playoffs. Am I wrong? Yeah, I believe I don't have. We didn't have them winning the division, but we did have them at least making it, and they missed this year. Uh, they had a thirty-eight, twenty-seven, and seventeen record for ninety-three points. We have talked about Calgary in three straight episodes now. The first one being with you know me and Jack talking about the game lost to Chicago. Uh, the second one being them being eliminated and us flipping out about Nick Ritchie, and now we're talking about Tree Living leaving. So. You know, this team has gone from, you know, a high-flying team, a team that was at the top of the NHL offensively, uh, besides Florida, and they were second-round exits, and now they're outside of the playoffs. They're watching the playoffs from home. Uh, they missed by two points, which definitely sucks, considering the fact that if they won that Chicago game, they likely would have um, taken Winnipeg over, maybe. I'm not sure if the regulation wins are the same, but... um. 17 overtime losses, I don't think it is. Um, but, like, even then, too, like, imagine if some of those OT losses were, were like, wins. Like, you add, like, you add, like, even, like, three of those, that's three extra points. You're at 96 points. You probably make the playoffs. Just imagine if you won three of those extra games in, in overtime. So, um, I would also like to talk about the deadline moves that they made. Uh, when this team was close to the playoffs, uh, they traded for Troy Stetcher. Dryden Hunt and Nick Ritchie. Let me tell you, do you guys know any of those players? Actually, no. Do you guys? Would you guys trade for any of those players in the trade deadline? Would you? No, so not if you're contending. Maybe. maybe if I'm looking for like a depth. Uh, oh yeah, like fourth fourth liner. Yeah. But if you're Calgary, if you're outside of the playoffs, you need a big forward to come in and help. Are you Are you trading for Nick Ritchie? Is he your Lord and Savior? No. No. So, I see two sides to this. I see the one side where Calgary, you know, they had a lot of players come in. It was an adjustment. 
Um, you know, you, you lose a lot of your big guys like Gaudreau, Kachuk. That isn't easy. That isn't easy to come back from. It's like Penridge, for example, my high school hockey team. You know, we lost seven seniors. It's difficult to come back from that. Um, we lost in the finals. We made it further than Calgary did. Um, but it's it's difficult to come back from that and win. Um, and that's kind of how I feel with Calgary. They had, a, they had to make a lot of adjustments, a lot of chemistry moves. And I do think they will be back in the playoffs next year. But then you look at the deadline. So was Brad Tree Living leaving? Is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Or was it justified or not justified? However you want to start it. Whoever can go. I, to be honest, I don't even know. Why? I don't know why the phone's going. Jack, go, bro. I'm just going to mute. All right, all right. I'll go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like this is the right move for this team. Uh. I don't necessarily think it was a bad job putting this roster together. Um, as we talked about in the very first episode, uh, Goudreau leaving. And then, uh, yeah, you bring in guys uh, that, you know, they kind of cover for him. And it's not just one guy like Kaju, you bring in other guys. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, parting ways, like you said, it. I don't think it's really what he did kind of thing. I think it's more a mutual uh, decision. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. It so, wasn't yeah. firing. I I kind of worded it wrong. That's my fault. But no, yeah, that's okay. So yeah, yeah, just a mutual decision here. Uh, he, doing what he thinks is right for the team. Uh, yeah, I think it's a classy move. So, I will say this though, and I also want I also want to bring up Carter. Was that Brad Tree Living calling you? <laughs> uh, yeah, he basically just said, uh, "Don't tarnish my legacy." <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I also want to bring this up. So. What we were talking about just a couple minutes ago, Toronto loses in the first round. Dubas leaves. What if Calgary brings in Kyle Dubas? Ooh, maybe. What, what do you think? Because oh my God, tree living, screw off! <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so <laughs> wow, maybe that was Dubas. Maybe Dubas is maybe Dubas and tree living. Oh, maybe I'm getting really recruited for a job here. Toronto, Toronto's offering me. <laughs> Okay. Um, hey, hey, Dubis is out. We need a. We need another young kid. We're gonna go younger than forty this time. <laughs> Dubis is definitely younger than forty. He looks younger than forty. Oh, I, I know, but they usually. I'm. I'm just saying, like they're going. Keep going younger yeah. and younger. Younger, more younger GMs. You know, we're we're giving the kid. We're giving the kids a chance. Honestly, you know <laughs> what, John John Tavares is kid. You you ready to you ready to be GM? <laughs> His dad would never get traded. Uh, okay, anyways, going back to what I was talking about. Hopefully we don't get interrupted. <laughs> or, or he'd get traded in an instant. Or that's it. What were we talking about? Um anyways. The iPad I wanted. Ships him off to San Jose. <laughs> <laughs> and like as well as that too, like doesn't even trade him doesn't even get that much back in return. He's like <laughs> seventh, seventh round pick in an iPad. <laughs> Ships him off for a couple soothers. <laughs> Oh, yeah, what is this segment listen, we got a new Paw Patrol soother for you. You're going to do great in San Jose. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, um, let's get back to time. <laughs> anyways, um, so, I mean, Dubas has done a really good job at managing um, this Calgary team. And, you know, he has – or, Cal yeah, Calgary, Toronto. And, honestly, even though they haven't made it past the first round, like I said, there's been a lot of moves where I've been like, yeah, I think I – think He's done a good job. So I think maybe bringing him to Calgary, it's a different situation, but I think he could be able to 
uh, make the management a lot better. Uh, so if I'm Calgary, I'm waiting a little bit before hiring their new GM and seeing what happens in Toronto. And I think that's what Pittsburgh is going to do as well. So, uh, yeah. Uh, the last thing I want to bring up when it comes to um, the um, the tree living stuff, uh, Daryl Sutter is likely going to stay. So I think we talked about this um, in the last episode. I think we did. Do you guys think it's the right move for Sutter to stay in Calgary? Let's hope he doesn't call Carter. No? You don't You don't think so, Carter? I don't know. I don't know if I should voice my opinion or not because I'll get a call, but... Um... <laughs> Jack? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's one of those things where you don't really know if that's, you know, the right thing to do. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens, like, next year and just years to come with them. Um... But yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that that's valid. Um, I don't think it. I used. To, I thought they should fire Sutter, but now that I'm hearing this tree living stuff, maybe they should keep him around for a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, see how he will do under like a new GM, and then after that, if it doesn't work out, that's... it's it's a but reputation. I, it's a reputation type of thing. Yeah, because he has won Stanley Cups. Like he won a Stanley Cup with LA, and I yeah, think that's he, why he's I'm a good there. coach. He's a good coach. He yeah, still yeah. is. Except Nick Ritchie. And anyways, yeah. Um, so we'll move on now to headlines. Um, so we got some news to talk about. Um, Peter, there, there was that wasn't the only um news that we got involving staff members. Uh, Peter Lavuletta of the Washington Capitals, Brad Larson of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and Dallas Egan's of the Anaheim Ducks are all no longer going to be coaches of those three te- of those three teams next season. And it really makes you wonder, like, who is going to come in in these places? Now, if I'm being honest, I think Dallas Egan's could get a job as an assistant coach. I think he very well could. Uh, he managed some bad Anaheim Ducks teams and has done not that not that terrible of a job, even though the team's been terrible. Um, Peter Laviolette could still get a job uh, for sure. I don't know if he'd go back to a place like Nashville or you know any any team like that. But um, Honestly, like maybe maybe that's in the, that's in the playing cards, but you know I think he could get a job pretty rel- relatively quickly. Um, Brad Larson, I can't see anything happening there. I just I just can't. Um, but I don't know. What do you what do you guys think about this? Are these firings just well they weren't firings, but are these guys leaving? You know, are they good for each team? What do we think? Yeah, I I don't know. It's. I per me personally, I'm not good with all this coaching stuff. Um, I I can't. I don't really know like when it's time for a coach to go. Um, but yeah, there there's definitely gonna be some more firings this off season. I feel like, um, more with you know mediocre teams, uh, if anything. I think I think um I think the only one that I could see being valid is like Columbus and Anaheim. I think Anaheim needs a new voice. Yeah. And Columbus has kind of sucked through this stretch when they weren't supposed to be bad. Um, but I will say this, um, I've seen rumors that Laviolette could go to, um, Columbus when you think about it, cause he's had that reputation to make a team be really good, um, right away immediately. And if Columbus wants to win now or become a closer team to winning, it'd be a good idea to get a winning coach like Laviolette. And I was also thinking about this too. Could Bruce Boudreaux go back to Washington? Ooh, maybe it's possible. What what would they bring him back? Have we ever seen that before? I don't think so. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, Elias Pettersson. 
has decided he's going to travel back in time and uh, sign his entry-level contract again. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, what is, what is a steal for Vancouver. Eh? Get a nice little goal score back on his ELC. Huge. Yes, this is a really good deal for Vancouver. Um, we're just kidding. It's the defenseman, Elias Pettersson. Yeah. And I cannot wait to see how they're going to manage this when Pettersson's in the NHL. When so both Pedersons are playing in the NHL, how are they going to tell the difference? No idea. Pedersen over to Pedersen to Pedersen back out front. Pedersen, Pedersen, Pedersen scores. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it's going. That's I don't know how that's going to work, so, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, Pedersen, I th- he's looked like a solid defenseman in the leagues that I've in the leagues that I've in the stats that I've seen. Um, so we'll see. Uh, Michael Bunting and Carter asked if we were going to talk about this because. Honestly, this topic could be an entire topic on its own. There's been a lot of controversial and, like, dirty plays um, in this year's playoffs. Um, And Michael Bunting's suspension is one of them uh, for an illegal check to the head on Eric Chernak. Uh, He will miss games two, three, and four. Um, The thing that sucks with Bunting is he's a UFA, and especially if Tampa loses in a sweep, he fumbled the bag here. He could have made so much. Yeah, he could have made so much money, and now he screwed himself over with this. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like the suspension is the right amount of games. Some people have been seeing too much. Some people have been saying too little. Have you guys seen it? I know Carter has. Jack, have you? Yeah, I have. I don't know. (laughs) I think this is a one-game suspension-worthy hit. Three games. You know, maybe if it's a regular season, but this is the playoff. Stuff like this is going to happen. So, yeah. Yeah, I also think, too, like, I mean, the NHL is trying to cut down on this illegal check to the head type stuff because it really could cause concussions Yeah, and all that. And I, a lot of people were saying Joe Pavelski, Joe Pavelski, Joe Pavelski because of that big Matt Dumba hit. Yeah. But you look at the Dumba hit, it was clean. I, I will say that. The only problem I have with it is that it was a later hit. Yeah, it was late. That's the only issue that I have with that. Um, but and that the fact too is like you know Pavelski's had hit really down hard. Uh, Chernak's just lucky he didn't get a concussion. Uh, Pavelski obviously did, uh, which really stinks. But yeah, Carter, what do you think about the suspension? Do you think it's good or? No. To be honest, I think that it was a definite suspension, but. I think three playoff games is a lot of games to miss. Yeah. At, like, yeah. As bad of a hit as that was, I think two games max would would have been like right there for it. But three, I think, is a little bit too much in my opinion. I think. Yeah, bunting two with me kind of makes me like it makes me a little bit worried because bunting's like that physical player. Like I've seen him in Arizona. I've seen him play. He brings the he brings the hits. He brings the physicality. This isn't this isn't the first time he's been suspended, and this also isn't the first time too where referees just hate him. Like yeah. referees just do not like Michael Bunting. Simple as that. Um, but like without him, like you you can't deny he he brings the physicality for the Leafs. Without him, I'm wondering if Tampa can push him around. If Tampa will push them around a lot easier, um, and maybe this series can end quick. Who knows? And yeah. If this series ends quick, we'll go back to the Toronto stuff. Just get rid of everyone at that point. Because if they get swept by a team that is – this is their best chance to win. I've said it dozens of times. 
it's their best chance to win. So that's that's kind of what I'm wondering. Um, as well as that too, Bill Guerin has signed a multi-year contract with the Minnesota Wild. Uh, this isn't that bad of a. This isn't bad. I like it. Um, I just need to see the Wild get out of the first round before I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. Um, Craig Anderson uh, has retired, I believe, since our last um, podcast that has that has happened. Uh, Anderson, I've respected him for many years. I know you guys have too. He's been one of those goalies that always been likable by the by the people. Um, you know, really solid goalie. Played 21 years in the NHL, which is kind of unheard of for goalies. If we're being honest, goalies don't typically last that long. Um, but you know, Anderson, what didn't have the best stats, but was still a pretty memorable and solid goaltender. Yeah. Um, the Wild, what? I just said okay. Anderson. Oh, okay. Uh, the Wild have signed Frederick Goudreau to a five-year, uh, $2.1 million contract. I don't think he's related to Johnny Goudreau, but still a solid contract uh, for a guy like him. Very solid forward. Um, brings the physicality, brings the secondary scoring and all that. And as well as that, as, well as that, I mentioned, too, uh, that Joe Bavelski has, is out for games two, three, and four uh, following the big hit that happened on him uh, a few excuse me a few days ago um trending players uh we got seattle's eli tolvanen who scored the first kraken playoff goal in franchise history which is a pretty good milestone for him uh tolvanen a really solid pickup for the capital or yeah the capitals the kraken in the play jesus i don't know why i make these mistakes all the time but for the kraken in the playoffs um and then as well as that too uh, i'd like to give a shout out to la's anze kopitar uh, who had four points in game one against the Oilers. Played a very key role in why they won. Uh, and then the other one, I want to give credit to Sebastian Ajo for scoring an own goal yeah. against the other Sebastian Ajo. So yeah. for the New York Islanders, Sebastian Ajo, scored an, an, an own goal by complete accident against the Carolina Hurricanes, Sebastian Ajo. Pretty, pretty nasty shot, though, from Ajo. Yeah. No, honestly, like Aho over Aho. Like I just gotta be honest. Yeah. Aho's a better player. Um, do we do we wanna do like a s- Carter, what was your idea? Because we can't do game of the week really, because it's not oh. there's like the yeah, same So because like pretty much you can't do a game of the week anymore because every single team plays the same team like for pretty much almost seven games almost total. Um so I don't know. I, I thought we could just do like our favorite series like what's like what's your must watch series I'll, I'll ask this to everyone we can do this for like the rest of like the playoffs or whatever like what's your guys must watch series jack we'll start with you i'm gonna yeah. go minnesota and dallas yeah that i i i haven't i haven't gotten to watch that but i really want to yeah because the first two games have looked very fun very yeah um, I honestly, like, I've enjoyed all these series. Generally, I've watched, I've watched over half of them. I've enjoyed all of them. I gotta say, though, of all the ones, I'm really looking forward to Carolina versus the Islanders. Mm-hmm. It just, just seems like a really fun series. And Carter, I have a feeling I know what you're gonna say, but go ahead. No, you don't. What oh, am I really? Say? Jets versus Knights. That's, really? That'd be, that'd be my personal what, like, must watch. But, like, as far as, like, generally... I'd say Edmonton, LA. That series was so fun last year, and I think I think it's gonna bring the same element this year. So, yeah, me, that's true. I wasn't even I, thinking about that. I think I think that one's my must watch. Yeah, that one too. 
All right, that's all I got for trending players, headlines, game of the week. Jack, how's it going with the tornado? Are we good? Yeah, it's not raining yet, actually. The, the watch is still on, but uh, the storm percentage has lowered. I've been checking throughout, so has not died from a tornado yet. Yeah, though. it's really windy though. It is really windy. We, we might we might name this episode "Tornado Bracket." That would be fun. <laughs> tornado Jack, bracket. Jack, All right, so stand, Jack, go stand outside, take a video, and I just want to see if your hat flies off. Oh yeah, I will. I will after this. All right, that's that's a good idea. That's a good idea. So to end this podcast, we're gonna play a little game. We're gonna have some fun here. Uh, we're gonna do a game called Blind Rank. If you guys haven't seen. Uh, there's a TikTok account called The Makeshift Project on um, TikTok, which is um, one of my favorite accounts, honestly. Uh, they blind rank a lot of different things. Like, they'll blind, they'll blind rank actors. Uh, they'll blind rank um, cartoon characters. They'll blind rank different things. And I thought, you know what? Why not do it with hockey? In fact, this, this very account, also, I believe they did a blind rank of sports, and they didn't include hockey. L. So yeah, L, L take if we're being honest. Pretty L take. Uh, so I'm gonna. This is a solely a game for me. I'm gonna be hosting. Uh, so I, you guys won't be able to do anything with me. I'm gonna swap between Jack and Carter. Uh, for these. So for our three categories, we're going to blindly rank Stanley Cup champions, and based on how good they were. Or yeah. So I have Stanley Cup winners from 2022 to 2005. And then I have Stanley Cup finalists, the best Stanley Cup finalists from 2022 to 2008. And then I have five random playoff performances that I've, I thought of off the spot that I think you guys should blindly rank. You guys can rock, paper, scissors because I only have two that I can, you know, I, I only have five here. So I can't do it for both of you unless if you guys want to do it together. You know, what, we'll do it together. Anyway, scratch that part. Um, so who wants to go first in my fun game? I'll go. <laughs> you just pointed to me, Carter. Uh, on my screen. It, it was to me on my screen. Oh, okay. I, okay. All right. Any, anyways. Um, <laughs> Jack, nah, that. Look, Jack that looks, what are you doing? That looks this is so not a heart. You go like this. Like this. Pointer, there. middle. What that are looks... you doing? <laughs> Jack! It, right? Jack, middle finger goes down. Middle finger goes down. Okay. Remember, we have there audio. You there, you, there you go. There you go. There we go. He figured it uh -oh. out. Oh man, that's going on. That's going on the TikTok. That is going on the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of laughs in this pod. Okay, anyways, um, Jack, I'm gonna give you five Stanley Cup winners, and you have to blindly rank them. Okay. All right. We'll start off with um the 2021 Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, I want you to base off their opinion with the teams that they played. How many games did they won and the opponent that they played against? I can tell you the opponent if you want me to. This is the Canadians, right? Yes. Oh yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go number three. Dead middle. Okay. Yeah. Um. We'll go two thousand and two thousand and eleven Boston Bruins. Ooh. I'm gonna go number four. 2013 Chicago Blackhawks. Man, you know what? I'm going to go one. I'm going to go one. Oh, man. Oh, the bias is insane. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's like my bias. No, yeah, I mean that's valid. Except Winnipeg's not in this at all. Um, hmm. Well, neither are the Coyotes. So suck it. Just shut up. Um, two thousand and two thousand and nine Pittsburgh Penguins. This is gonna be number two. Number two. 2016 Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay, number five. All right, so your ranking was three or five. You had the 2016 Pittsburgh Penguins. Four, I believe you had. Wait, wait, who'd you have at four? I think it was um. Boston. Four, I had. Yeah, no, wait. It went. I think it went Boston, Tampa, 09 Penguins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Boston. Boston at four, yeah. Yeah. You had Tampa at three. Yeah. You had the 2009 Penguins at two. And then you had the Blackhawks at one. Yeah. All right, Carter, it's your turn. <coughs> oh, man. All right. I'm going to give you Stanley Cup winners. Let's go. The 2005 Tampa Bay Lightning. Ooh. Um, I'll put them at five, I think. Um, The 2006. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that's not, not one. That there wasn't a cup winner. Um, the 2007 Anaheim Ducks. Ooh. I'm between two and three. I'm going to – I'll put them at third. Damn. Uh, three. All right. Five and three you got so far. The 2012 Los Angeles Kings. Think of where that team was when they entered the playoffs. Yeah, I'm going to go with two. I think, yeah. The 2019 St. Louis Blues. Okay, I'm going one. And I think last but not least, I believe I've given you four. So the 2010 Chicago Blackhawks. I would have put them at five because they beat the Flyers, but I'll take four. Okay. All right, that's Stanley Cup winners. Good job, guys. Uh, we'll remember that. So, Carter, at five, you had, I believe, Tampa. At four, you had Chicago. I think you had the Ducks at three, correct? Yeah. Uh, you had L.A. at two. Or did you have them at one? No, I had L.A. at two, Blues at one. All right, and then Blues at one. So, good job. Uh, we're gonna do Stanley Cup finalists next. Carter, who you, or Carter, do you want Jack to go or do you want to go again? Uh, I'll. Jack can go. Jack can go. All right. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Jack. Um, if you want me to remind you who the opponents were, just let me know. Um, the two thousand and two thousand nineteen Boston Bruins. Ooh, that was a pretty good team. I'm going to go two. Two? The 2015 Tampa Bay Lightning. They played against the Blackhawks. That was a, that was a tough final. Um, you know what? I would put them at two, but I already have one. So I'm going to go three. The 2011 Vancouver Canucks. The Riot. Yeah, that's right. Um... I'm going to go five. Because of the riot or because of just the team? No, just because of the team. <laughs> the Sadine <laughs> sisters. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> the 2000 and... Um, we'll do 2017 National Predators. Yeah, that's a good number four. And last but not least, this will be this will actually be your number one. Uh, the 2021 Montreal Canadiens. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? <laughs> that's why oh. you gotta come before you rank them, man. Yeah, that's brutal. <laughs> yep. All right, Carter, you ready? So wait, what am I rating this on? Just like their performance uh, or what? Their performance, how good they were, what teams they played. And I guess you can factor in what team they lost to. I guess. All right. Um, the 2000... What? I got this. The 2012 New Jersey Devils. Uh, ooh, that would have been like right when the Kings were like pretty solid. That was when the Kings won as the worst team and worst team to make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, give me a, give me four. The 2013 Boston Bruins lost to the Blackhawks. I'll put them at two. Two? Yeah. The 2018 Vegas Golden Knights. One. All right. You got four, two, and one so far. So two more. The 2020 Dallas Stars. I'd be fine with putting them at three. And last but not least, the 2010 Philadelphia Flyers. I think yeah, that's going to okay. be your that's fifth little, pick. That's, that's going to be your five. That stinks. That stinks, honestly, my opinion. Someone's dog's barking. Yeah. I don't even have a dog. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> All right, so this last one. Sorry, sorry guys. Sorry, guys. Uh, the Toronto owner's here. Oh. <laughs> All right, so um, the last one, but you guys can do it together, so I'll keep both your guys' rankings here. I have five different playoff stories. Uh, they don't involve players. They involve teams. So we'll start off with the first one here. Uh, Tampa Bay winning back-to-back cups. Is this out of five? Yeah. Okay. Carter, what do you I think? think? I'm thinking three, four here. Yeah, I, I was I was gonna say like three. Yeah. Three, three for both of you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh Pittsburgh winning back to back cups. We'll start off with those two. Get those out of the way. Hmm. I'd I'd go with two, I think. Cause I think because to be honest, I think theirs was more I say we put them Tampa. under. I say we put them under Tampa. Under? Really? Yeah. I say four. Just think about it. It could be worse stories, or it could be better stories after I know. this. That, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm like looking at some of these stories, and I'm like, this Penguins one is like really good too. You, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll go two. We'll go two. Oh, now that you mentioned that, I really want to go with four. <laughs> now you guys swap positions. Well, yeah, I don't I know, know if I know. there's, I don't, I don't know if there's gonna be. Other cup champs in here, like honest, as underdogs. I, I honestly think we should have went Tampa four, Pittsburgh three, but we can't do yeah, that. Yeah, so. yeah. So just four. Just go four. Let's go four. Okay. Four and four. All right. Um. We'll do um. 
Justin Williams game seven performances. Not a specific year, just his performances Ooh. in game sevens. Two. Yeah. Two? Okay. He's gonna sewer us. I know he is. Um the Kings 2012 Cup run, where they were the worst team to make the playoffs. And they were actually one of the more dominant. I know exactly the next one that you have as well, you psycho. What is it? Actually, don't say it. Don't say it. What are you guys thinking? You got you got one and five. One and five yeah. You're going to have to what be really careful here. This is awful because I know exactly what's coming. What do you think, five? Sure, but it's it's stupid. But I know which one. He's going to sewer us no matter what we pick. I know this for a fact. All right, we'll put, one. Let's see. we'll put that at five. Okay, now, now watch as you're going to pick something crappy. <laughs> now, I want, I want you guys to... Carter, I want to know what you think I'm going to pick. Okay, so yours. here's my thing. I think that you had, like, you have, like, a bunch right there, and I think you had two, like, ready to go. So, like, I think if we would have put that at one, you would have been like, oh, the Chicago Blackhawks fought three cups in five years. Like... What that's obviously a number one, but then now that we put that one at one, yeah, like if if we would have put it at like because we put it at one, I think that's what you're gonna say now, but we put it at five, so now what are you gonna say? Vegas going to the Stanley Cup finals in 2018 as the first year in their first first playoff team. That's a that's That's another one. I'm not happy about it, but okay, so you all had you both had um number five. Um, the Kings 2018 Cup run, or 2012 Cup run, or was it Justin Williams? I can't remember anymore. No, no number Williams. Williams was two. Okay, okay. Yeah. So Williams was two. Yeah. He had the Kings Cup run at five. Pittsburgh back to back at four. Tampa back to back at three. Um, the Williams performances at two, and Golden Knights going to the Cup final in 2018 at one. I I did have one more that I was thinking about. I had the Blues 2019 Cup Final and the Jordan Bennington story, but um, I decided not to go with that. So, yeah, that those are my blind rankings uh, for this one. If you guys want to do this next episode, you guys want to do me? Yeah, I guess. You guys you guys want to co- convene together and create a blind ranking, feel free. We'll, we'll, we'll co oh, them up. Jack, I know exactly how we're going to sewer him. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> all right. So, you guys got anything else? That's all I got for you all. Yeah, nothing. All right. Well, that does it for episode number 22 of the Nordcast. Thank you all for watching and listening. Uh, we would like to thank our host or our guest, not our host. Well, yeah, we'd like to thank our host, Nordic97. Such a good guy. <laughs> we'd like to thank our guest, Seth, for coming on the podcast. Uh, he is our fourth official guest to join us. Uh, and I'm very happy for to have somebody who's not, like, big in the hockey community, but he's more of a fan-type person to bring on the podcast. We want to do that a lot more. Carter, what do you got, Carter? Can he technically you... have been five, because yeah. Wait, five? Who else do we bring on? McNiven, Bartner, LeBlanc, Max. Oh, you're right. We did bring yeah. on McNiven. I forgot about McNiven. Yeah, five. You're How? fifth. Right. How have you forgotten this? Uh, technically it's five. Shut up, Carter. Um, anyways, thank you all very much for listening. And Am watch- I wrong? <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. Our last two episodes have ended in us fighting. This is. Let awesome. me do my outro. Thank you all no! very much. <laughs> Admit I'm right! <laughs> Thank you all very much for watching and listening. We really do appreciate it. Uh, and anyways, we'll see you guys in the next podcast. And Carter is wrong.